Welcome to GFT, Galactic Figure Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body in carbonite forever, Han Solo. Not so fast. We finally launched Six Inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. It's Kenner's new Star Wars action figures. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of GFT Galactic Figure Talk. My name is Chris B. I'm your host. And this episode of the podcast is all about D23 and the merchandise that they had. And of course, I want to share some thoughts about the Lucasfilm panel. So let's talk about it. So D23 happened this weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And of course, on Saturday was the big Lucasfilm panel together with Marvel where they talked about upcoming projects or gave us an update to projects currently in development. I personally was hoping for an announcement for a second season of The Book of Boba Fett, which didn't happen. Uh, They actually didn't announce anything new during the panel, so there was no announcement for... Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. There was also no mentioning of a second season for Kenobi, for example. There were also no updates about the Lando TV show or that Droids TV show that was announced a while ago. They also didn't talk about any movies or made any announcements uh, of upcoming movies. The only projects which they talked about were the ones which are currently in development. And, uh, of course, they uh, highlighted Andor, which is just around the corner. Uh, They also talked about the Tales of the Jedi. And uh, that has a release date now with October 26. And there are going to be six episodes. Three of them focus on Ahsoka Tano. And three of them focus on a young Count Dooku. And uh, they also released the trailer for that. And uh, I think it looks really good. And I was surprised, actually, to see that the animation style was just in line with what they did for The Clone Wars and what they're doing for The Bad Batch. So this seems to be a continuation of some sort, even though, you know, it's uh, much smaller in scale and uh, only six episodes total. But I think that's pretty cool. And that actually has me pretty excited about it and uh, talking about animation they also announced that the bad batch season 2 is going to be coming out now on january 4th so not this year but next year now they also had dave filoni and john favreau on stage talking about the ahsoka tv series but there was no new footage shown they did not talk about the acolyte at all 
Uh, there was no casting announcements of some sort. It was completely ignored. Uh, but they did talk about the skeleton crew. And the big surprise here was that the uh, TV show has apparently already wrapped filming. And so I think that is pretty exciting because that's a project that's been kind of flying under the radar. I've heard some people refer to it as Stranger Things, but Star Wars. But I don't think that's the case. I think they did say that this is uh, more like the Goonies uh, where a bunch of kids go on an adventure, basically. And so I'm pretty excited about this. And the fact that they've already wrapped filming makes me believe that we might actually see this come out before the Ahsoka TV series. But I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, how that's all going to play out. But so far, what we have uh, from a scheduling point of view, we have Andor now in a couple of weeks on September 21st. Then we have The Tales of the Jedi on October 26th. And then it continues next year on January 4th with The Bad Batch Season 2. My understanding is that The Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be out in February. And then we also know that Ahsoka is going to be out next year at some point together with the Skeleton Crew. And uh, the Acolyte, I would imagine, is probably going to be out in early 2024. Um, but for next year, it looks like we're going to get three TV shows with The Mandalorian Season 3, Skeleton Crew, and Ahsoka. Uh, they did not talk about Star Wars Visions uh, at all, even though we know that this was, I think, announced for spring of next year. But they didn't give us an update about that. And that was really it about uh, the D23 panel. Uh, they did talk about Willow, and they talked about Indiana Jones 5, and... Harrison Ford came out on stage, but as far as Star Wars goes, uh, they focused on Andor, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, and uh, The Mandalorian, and they actually had uh, many of the cast members out on stage from The Mandalorian. So if I have to sum it up, I would say that this was fairly lackluster overall because there was literally not a single new announcement uh, except for some of the dates, but uh, I think that they're just trying to be careful at this point uh, to not announce a whole lot of things which they don't really have in production yet, right? So they don't want to make those promises again like they did three years ago and then one project after another just kind of falls off the rails. So I'm overall pretty happy with what we're getting uh, all the way until the end of 2023. Although you've heard me say it on the show before, I'd really love for them to uh, go ahead with a trilogy um, and uh, bring out some movies and, uh, you know, have us excited about that kinds of stuff. I think that uh, Star Wars belongs on the big screen and to not have a single project uh, announced or any kind of idea where uh, something like that could go from a storytelling point of view is a bit disappointing, to be honest. I'm still hoping that they are going to announce a second season of The Book of Boba Fett. Maybe they'll do something like they did with... Uh, uh, what they did with the first season where they announced it in the end credits of uh, The Mandalorian. So maybe we'll get the third season first and then uh, maybe at the very end they'll have uh, you know a little teaser for a second season of The Book of Boba Fett. I think that'll be pretty cool. All right, so let's talk about Star Wars figures and the merch at D23. So there was quite a bit of uh, merch at D23 that was Star Wars action figure related. Uh, the first one on my list to talk about is an incredibly cool pin set, which uh, is based on the early bird certificates uh, from back in 77. 
Uh, it features 12 pins of the first 12 Star Wars action figures all wrapped in this beautiful frame. Uh, I think it cost $225 at the show. It's limited to only 500 pieces. But um, if you are a Kenner fan, I mean, that might be of interest to you. Uh, there are not that many tributes to the early bird certificates from back in the days out there. So seeing that Disney uh, comes out and puts out pins... Uh, and puts it all together in such an early bird kind of, uh, you know, tribute. Uh, it was pretty cool to see. Um, but besides that, they did have some Star Wars action figures. So the Black Series 6-inch uh, concept 2-pack with Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, that was uh, sold at the show. That is a Shop Disney or Disney exclusive and it hasn't gone up for uh, pre-order or ordering yet on uh, the Shop Disney website, but that should be soon because uh, they did have it on hand at the show, which means they have it in their warehouses now. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in that. Uh, they also had the new Astromech Droid from the Droid Factory line at the show, which is C-1940. That's the uh, astromech droid, uh, or the uh, chopper, actually, droid that's painted up in Mickey Mouse colors. So that was also sold at the show, but it has not gone up for pre-order yet uh, on Shop Disney. Uh, what they did sell, however, on uh, their website starting on Saturday was the Kenobi 4-pack uh, with the droids in it. Uh, I've talked about this set several times now on the podcast. They first sold it in Japan and then it showed up in the UK, and then it finally showed up uh, over this D23 weekend here uh, in the United States. The cool thing was that it was actually $20 cheaper than what they sold it for in the park. So it retailed for $29.99 on their website, and uh, it shipped for free if you had a D23 membership. And uh, the D23 membership, uh, there's different levels. Uh, there's a free version and then there's one uh, where you can pay. If you have the free version, uh, you could still get the free shipping. So all you need to is basically just sign up for D23 and uh, they would apply the free shipping to you. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they also showed two new Toy Box 5-inch figures on their website. Uh, They're selling now a two-pack with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Uh, that's $26.99. Unfortunately, I think the only new figure in this set is Obi-Wan. That Darth Vader is a straight repack from uh, a previous release in the Toy Box line. And then the second uh, multi-pack that they had on their uh, website was one from The Mandalorian with R2-D2, Grogu, and Luke Skywalker. And uh, the only new figure in this set is Luke, uh, the R2-D2 and Grogu. Those figures have been released in the Toy Box line previously. Now, I do keep track of those figures on the website. Uh, they are five inches tall, roughly, and Disney's been doing those since 2019. And uh, I really enjoy them. They're stylized. Uh, they're, you know, I mean, they're Toy Box figures. They're made for kids, but... I still enjoy those and uh, I'm eager to get those. So I'm looking forward to those. Now there was one more Star Wars action figure which they had on their website and that was an Obi-Wan Kenobi figure. 
that's a 10 inch figure and it's a talking action figure uh that is a bit of a weird one to me because they've had this talking action figure line for a while i think going back to 2015 when the force awakens came out i think they were between 25 and 30 inches tall something like that they were fairly tall uh, action figures they had phrases from the movies in them and uh, I actually remember f uh, finding Finn at a uh, Disney store and uh, it had those phrases and it was the first time I actually uh, heard new phrases from The Force Awakens it was through the uh, action figure but they kind of phased those out and they, I think they kind of shrunk them down and they repackaged them and they came out with uh, a new scale which I think is about 10 inches tall now and uh yeah so it's difficult to keep track of the disney stuff because they don't really announce things and uh the only way they really put stuff out is by start selling them on their website and so it's a little tricky to keep uh, track of all the uh, disney stuff but if you're into this line of figures uh there's a new obi-wan kenobi to track down for you and that one is based on the tv series so not the prequels or the original trilogy. This one is based on the look where uh, that he had in the uh, in the TV show. So there was a little bit of news for the vintage collection and the Black series coming out of Germany for Norris ForceCon. That is a convention that's grown uh, fairly popular over the past few years. I mean, the last two years uh, it wasn't held due to COVID. But uh, even before that, they always had some sort of exclusive. Uh, sometimes it comes in the form of a sticker that they put on merchandise. But this time it's a little different because they actually have two exclusive slipcovers. Uh, one is for a Black Series Jawa figure and the other one is for the Vintage Collection Empress Throne Room. Now the figures themselves are identical to the ones that Hasbro has released previously, but the packaging... Uh, is different or at least the slip cover that you get for those figures is different and uh, Hasbro has done this in the past especially in the 2000s uh, we saw that uh, a few times where they uh, you know had exclusive packaging uh, at different conventions around the world uh, one of my favorites is the Dagobah two-pack that came out in Mexico I think that was back in 2004 where they just took uh, figures uh, from the basic assortment and just repackage them uh, as a convention exclusive to commemorate uh, particular events. So uh, that's what they're doing here. They're, so they're going back to what they used to do back in the days, basically. And uh, they added different packaging uh, to those figures. And uh, the Vintage Collection uh, logo, for example, is uh, very prominently featured on that slipcover. I think it looks really nice. And uh, it's going to be a little tricky to, to track this one down um, because they don't really have an online shop and I don't know how many of those figures they actually have available. Uh, for the Black Series figure, uh, it's interesting because they have taken the Jawa, which is uh, an Amazon exclusive. That's the A&H uh, version with the soft goods uh, robe. And uh, they put that into uh, different packaging and also, you know, gave it the slip cover. I, at least I think it's a slip cover because they haven't published uh, any uh, other images and they haven't answered my emails yet either. So, so anyways, uh, the convention is being held in Germany uh, in a town called Fürth. 
uh, between uh, the September 16th and 18th, so uh, this coming weekend. And uh, if you're interested in those, check the link in the description uh, to see what they look like if you haven't seen them yet. Now, I've talked about Black Series and or figures on the last episode of the podcast. And uh, what I wanted to point out is that a lot of uh, Chinese uh, online stores have those figures already in stock. So the Andor Shore Trooper, uh, those two Imperial officers, and Cassian Andor, those are all in stock at a variety of different uh, stores overseas. And uh, I would expect uh, the first images to pop up uh, with people actually having those in hand. Uh, I would expect the first images to show up on uh, social media in the coming days, uh, way, way before even the pre-orders go live. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but I think that also indicates that uh, those figures are not that far off. Uh, I hope that we will see those in the United States before the end of the year. As far as store reports go, it's been a little slow. Uh, my stores locally here, they have sold through pretty much everything that they had, except for some of the Black Series figures uh, with uh, Galen Erso and Antok Merrick. Those are still sitting. Of course, there's some Landos here and there, but for the most part, the stuff is sold well. Uh, the only other figure which uh, is still heavily on pegs here locally is the Vintage Collection Costco Reeves figure. Um, I'm not quite sure why that one is not moving because it's a really cool uh, figure. Uh, Mix Mayfeld, by the way, is sold through completely. And I think that uh, my local store had about the same amount of figures. I think they had two or three cases of each figure. And uh, again, Mix Mayfeld completely sold through, but Costco Reeves is just sitting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because it's such a cool Mandalorian, right? Um, figure which has never shown up in my neck of the woods is the Vintage Collection Boba Fett Morak uh, figure, which is exclusive to Target. I know a lot of people have found uh, that figure already. I know it's been down in California, and I think it's been on the East Coast at several different places. Uh, but it's never made its way up to the Pacific Northwest, at least not yet. So that's another figure uh, which I'm actively hunting for, and uh, hopefully it'll... It'll show up uh, soon. Now, a fellow collector, uh, John Gray, told me that uh, his all-white Darth Vader comic book figure shipped from Hasbro Pulse. So if you pre-ordered that figure, uh, look for it on your doorstep soon. And the other figure which has just shown up in the mail is the Amazon-exclusive Black Series Boba Fett figure. That's the one that's based on the Joe Johnston concept. Uh, the last thing I have on my list of things to talk about are the uh, Naboo Starfighters, which Hasbro's produced since 1999. There was one that came out in 1999 for the release of The Phantom Menace, and then they redid the vehicle again in 2012 uh, when uh, The Phantom Menace came out in 3D in the movie theaters. And uh, I took a lot of pictures of both Starfighters and did comparison shots and if you're interested uh, in learning what the differences are, uh, I recommend that you check out the link in the description that goes to galacticfigures.com where I wrote down all the differences and uh, gave you the images to go along with uh, what was in each box and how both of those vehicles differ from each other. In short, the 2012 version is slightly larger than the 1999 ship. 
Uh, it has no electronics, uh, whereas the, uh, the 1999 version had lights and sounds, which are pretty cool. 2012 version has a kickstand uh, as the landing gear. The 1999 version doesn't. And one of the biggest uh, changes really in the Naboo Starfighter from 2012 was that it has a working droid socket. So you can take any of your uh, astromech droids and put them into the socket. Whereas the 1999 version only had the rota rotatable dome on the top. So you couldn't place a figure inside. So, you know, with the 2012 version, you now get to decide what astromech droid gets to fly in the Naboo Starfighter. So that's a huge upgrade, I think. Um, the uh, cockpit is also much more accurate now. Um, in the movie, you see when it opens up, it slides forward and slides backwards. That's now implemented in the 2012 version, whereas the 1999 Naboo Starfighter, you just had to flip up the cockpit to put the figure inside. So I think that's a nice improvement as well. Um, more torpedoes in the 2012 version, uh, and the wings are much more detailed as well. Each of those wings has a little panel that you can open, and then you can kind of see the inner workings of the engine. And there's also a button which lets you slide out those torpedoes on each wing. And so, yeah, it's, it's much more detailed. And uh, I was surprised, really, that uh, they went ahead and they re-sculpted this entire vehicle. I wasn't aware of that, to be honest with you guys. I thought that they had just uh, reworked the original ship, but this really is an entirely new approach to uh, the Naboo Starfighter. So if you're interested in checking it out, including listening to some of the sounds, uh, then uh, check out the link in the description, please. Now, a quick reminder, this Thursday, there are two Black Series 6-inch figures which go up for pre-order uh, exclusively at GameStop. They're both from the Gaming Greats lineup. One is the uh, classic-looking Stormtrooper with the shoulder pauldron and the rocket launcher uh, from the Jedi Fallen Order video game. And the other one is a repainted battle droid based on the battle droid's appearance from the Republic Commando video game from 2005. So those two figures are, go up for pre-order exclusively at GameStop this Thursday at 11 o'clock East Coast time. I'll be updating Galactic Figures throughout the week, so check back with links uh, to those pre-orders a little later in the weeklies. So this was it for this episode of Galactic Figure Talk. Um, we have a great time ahead of us. I mean, Andor is just a few weeks away, which, you know, the, uh, the previews looked amazing. There's this nine-minute long uh, preview now, or ten-minute long preview on uh, Disney+. Plus which gives us an extended look at one of the scenes uh, in Andor. And that has me really hyped up about it. I think uh, it's going to be dark. Uh, it's a serious. And you guys know I take my Star Wars very serious. Uh, way too serious a lot of times. But uh, I think that this show is going to deliver. It's going to have great visuals, I think, as well. And uh, the acting seems to be spot on. I mean, this looked uh, really, really good. So I'm, I'm really hyped about it. But, of course, we also have Hasbro PulseCon at the end of the month where, uh, we're, where you know, we're going to have a shot at some of the exclusives again. And so as far as Star Wars and Star Wars action figures and, and overall Star Wars content, we're going to have a lot of fun going into the holiday season this year. And I think it's going to be great. And I also think that it's a, a great thing that they postponed the Bad Batch into the new year because it's going to help us uh, get over that dry stretch that we a lot of times experience, uh, you know, early in the year. 
and uh, we're still gonna get weekly Star Wars content, so I think that's pretty cool. So anyways, that's it for this episode about D23, the Disney convention out of Anaheim this year. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode, but the next one is just around the corner, so make sure to subscribe. Meanwhile, have fun browsing over 4,000 Star Wars figures on galacticfigures.com, the Star Wars action figure database. The website helps you look up and identify Star Wars figures. Leave your own figure reviews in the comments or check out photo galleries, figure info, news, press releases, or event coverage from New York Toy Fair and Star Wars celebrations. Thanks for listening. Check the links in the description and remember to subscribe.